Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience once again. You are joining us for episode 99 today, and I'm your host, Derek Azoes. And today's episode is once again about State of Decay 2. So this episode is actually about update 11.0 for State of Decay 2, which is the really cool update. It's actually got outfit customization. So we got some cosmetics in State of Decay 2 finally. We can um, have some new outfits for your characters. You can change how they look. You can uh, find these outfits in the world. But not only that, there's actually a new bounty update for Cash Beaumont as well at the same time. So you can find a couple of outfits with Cash Beaumont. You can get some new weapons with Cash. And then on top of that, at the same time, we have some bug fixes and uh, updates to the game. So there's a lot of stuff going on in Update 11, and that's why we're doing uh, an episode on it. So that will be today's episode. But before we get into that fully, I do want to say that this is episode 99, obviously. So next week is episode 100. And I'm definitely excited for that. I honestly um, do not know 100% what I'm going to do yet. I have a couple ideas in mind, so it's not like I haven't been thinking about it, but um, I just don't know exactly what I'm going to settle on. But I do have some ideas in mind, so um, anyone that wants to submit any other ideas to me, try to submit your ideas to me by probably Wednesday of uh, this week. So that's, um, let me get a date on that for you. That's going to be Wednesday the 9th, so try to give me any ideas you have for episode 100 by Wednesday, October 9th. If you can do that, then I can still possibly use your idea by the time uh, the episode airs. If not, then um, I'll have to go with whatever ideas I have in mind already. But I'm open to any ideas, and I'm not going to say what I'm uh, thinking of right now, because one, I want it to be a surprise, and two... I might change it up because I have a couple of ideas in mind, so I might change up uh, what I want to do. But that's going to be really fun, and I can't wait for the episode. But that being said, we do have our next stream coming up as well. Our next stream is going to be actually today when you're hearing this, because I'm uh, releasing this episode a day late. It usually releases on Saturdays, but I'm releasing this on a Sunday because of uh, some complications. So the next stream is going to be... Today, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern, we're going to play some Borderlands 3. That's going to be on Mixer.com slash Blaze Experience. That's Mixer.com slash Blaze Experience to see that. And this week is going to be a Borderlands 3 week, basically. So uh, Monday and Tuesday as well, we're going to be 12 to 4 Eastern. We're also going to be playing Borderlands 3. So we will be finishing up the main story of Borderlands 3 this week. I don't know if it's going to be on the Sunday or Monday stream, but it'll be one of those streams. We'll probably finish it up. And then Tuesday will just kind of be a fun stream where you do some um, post-game content or something. And then I do want to announce that our fourth stream for the week, I'm looking at something like a Thursday or Friday. But um, stay tuned in the announcements for the Discord because I'm going to have some kind of special uh, stream, I'm thinking. So I think I'm going to have like some kind of special stream to celebrate episode 100. And um, I don't know the time on that yet, so just stay tuned for the announcement to the Discord. But um, on Wednesday, I'll probably announce officially what's going to happen. But either Thursday or Friday, I'm looking at possibly an extended stream, maybe even. Like, maybe even, like, um, I don't know, not a full 12-hour stream or anything like that, but maybe, like, an 8-hour stream, maybe a 6-hour stream. I'm going to try and do something um, somewhat special, at least. But if you are enjoying the content of the podcast, for as little as $1 a month, become a Patreon member. 
find that at patreon.com slash blaze experience. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash blaze experience, which is b-l-a-i-s-e-x-p-e-r-i-e-n-c-e. And basically what you find there is exclusive rewards that patrons get, such as at the $5 a month tier, you can get access to bonus episodes. Uh, each month I drop one bonus episode, and that's a uh, episode that is kind of uh, dictated by the patrons if they have an idea. If they don't have an idea, then I just kind of go forward with something unique that only patrons get to hear. So you can definitely check that out. But that being said... We do appreciate our patrons here, so thank you very much to all of you. And we are going to get into update 11 for State of Decay 2 here. So what I have here, I actually took a lot of text that um, Jawa Fawa, Joe Swarner worked on, and um, I believe potentially some other people for the other update. But basically there's two um, posts that were made on stateofdecay.com that I took here, and I kind of spliced together to give um kind of the best feel what this update is so well, there's one update post that says update 11 and i have all the information here i'm going to read off to you and there's also a post that has the top 10 questions about the clothing so i'm actually going to um that was by jawa fawa that one was done and i'm actually going to uh take that post as well and read that off that way some of the questions you might still have they get answered so um some of this is actually just me reading, but I will try to comment on things after I read it. Alright, so here we go. It says, Update 11, Outfits Customization. The Outfit Customization update is live. This update introduces the ability to change the clothing on your community members. Each player gets a closet full of hats and outfits for free, with plenty more available by scavenging or completing bounties. Want to customize each survivor with the perfect look to match their personality? You can do it. Perfect to equip your entire community with matching uniforms to let everyone know that what team they're on. That's your call. This update also includes several new weapons in what we're calling the Fearsome Footage Pack, including firearms, melee weapons, and close combat weapons. You may notice that many of these lean into the creepy vibe of the Halloween season. Talk to Cash Beaumont, the bounty broker, to find out how you can earn these weapons for your community. So basically, uh, as they're saying here, the Fearsome Footage Pack, that's a pack centered around Halloween um, or horror-themed movies or TV shows, things like that. Like, um, for example, from the Walking Dead series, they have a sort of Negan-themed uh, uh, barbed wire bat. You know, obviously, uh, Lucille is a popular bat from that series. I don't think they can technically use um, that name or the official bat because of probably licensing or something like that, but... Um, it's kind of like, you know, in the spirit of that, basically. And they kind of have other weapons that are in the spirit of other movies as well. Like they have a Spaz 12. They've got um, a Juggernaut mask, which obviously is in the spirit of a movie, but it's kind of a cool cosmetic they made that is, looks ridiculous, but also awesome at the same time. So we'll get to those a little bit later. But we also have clothing options now, and it's really awesome. And you get a lot of uh, free options to start that you can kind of switch your character's look a little bit. But then there's some that you can unlock, too. So the clothing options, it features three free outfits with five variations for each. So 15 total outfits that are free. Three free hats with five variations for each. 15 total free hats. Three outfits available to find by scavenging with five variations apiece. 15 total outfits. Four hats available to find by scavenging with five variations apiece. 20 total hats. And then five additional variants of each of the free outfits are available to find by scavenging, which adds 15 more outfits. 
So overall, that's a lot of outfits. So get out there, start scavenging, and you can find some of these outfits. And the new bounties for the bounty broker let you earn the juggernaut mask, the skeleton hoodie, three firearms, two melee weapons, and two close combat weapons. Plus, one special limited time gift for every player logging into the game between October 24th and October 31st. So definitely, definitely make sure that you mark your calendars and anywhere between October 24th and October 31st that you log into the game. I will uh, try to mention that in a future episode as well so you guys know. But I will be streaming the game that week to make sure that um, I try to get the word out there as much as possible. But you're going to get a limited time gift, and that's going to be really cool. So um, definitely jump in the game at some point and then, and you get the limited time gift. But the output customization update introduces the ability to change the clothing on your community members and brings with a giant pile of clothing hats to help you survive the apocalypse in style. And this set of clothing is only the big. We will continue to support output customization with additional content as time goes on. When you play with the new update, look for the following. A brand new closet interface in the community stream to keep track of your outfits and hats. A brand new bounty broker pack that includes unlockable outfit bounties along with a new suite of weapons. Rare clothing that you can loot from containers in the world. Limited time goals. Watch for more news this month. Or limited time gifts, sorry. So um, there's a limited time gift that's coming for the 24th and 31st. Sorry, I misspoke there. We've also made major improvements in multiplayer stability across the board. You can read the details and all the other changes and improvements below. Fashion in the Apocalypse. The initial release of this feature will give players the opportunity to customize their community with a wide variety of clothing and hats. Immediately unlocked, they'll be ready to use as soon as you get the update. Baseball cap in five color variants. Dockyard cap in five color variants. Flat bring cap in five color variants. Denim jacket in five color variants. Flannel shirt in five free color variants, plus five lootable color variants below. Layer t-shirt in five free color variants, plus five lootable color variants below. Puffy vest in five free color variants, plus five lootable color variants below. And then the ones they mentioned below, these are the ones you have to find by scavenging. So the list I'm about to give you right now, this is stuff that is locked when you uh, get the update, but you have to actually uh, unlock it. And unlocking it is simple. All you have to do is just search a container. If you find the item, say you find uh, the army caps, the first one we're going to talk about. If you find the army cap in a container, then all you have to do is click on it, put it in your backpack, and then it instantly is unlocked. It doesn't actually stay in your inventory, which um, might be a question that some people might have. So it does not stay in your inventory. Once you click to pick it up, then basically you instantly unlock it. And this is unlocked across all of your communities, which is awesome. So uh, once you unlock something in one community, Every community you have has that. So say you unlock it in Standard, your Nightmare community will use it. Say you unlock it in Dread, your Nightmare community will use it. Say you unlock it in Dread, your Nightmare community can use it, or your Standard can use it, and vice versa. So the ones you can find by scavenging, an Army Cap in five color variants, a Military Helmet in five color variants, a Classic Cowboy Hat in five color variants, a Knit Cap in five color variants, Flannel Shirt in five lootable color variants, in addition to the five free ones, a Lair t-shirt in five lootable variants, in addition to the five free ones, a puffy vest in five lootable color variants, in addition to the free ones, a leather jacket in five color variants, a ninja hoodie in five color variants, a tactical uniform in five color variants, and then earn by completing bounties, talk with the bounty broker for details. You can get a skeleton hoodie or a juggernaut mask. 
And then the limited time gift, stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming soon. So that'll be awesome when that comes as well. And then there's a little bit more information on the closet as well. The closet UI is your place to change your outfits of your community members. Give them all unique looks or make them match the tactical team of your dreams. You can get there via the community screen. Just press Y on controller or C on the computer to switch into the closet view. Choose which outfits or hats apply to your characters. Highlight a locked item to find out where you can get it, which is very cool, actually. Uh, so say you want the, you know, the army cap, it'll tell you um, to get the army cap, search in uh, ammo places or some, some places you can find ammo, just for example. If it's like a layered t-shirt, you can probably uh, get that in-house. So it'll tell you like little hints about what places to search in those. So it kind of like uh, breaks the fourth wall a little bit and tells you, okay, the RNG is going to place this item in these types of places. And then you have your favorite items for easy equipping later. So you can actually favorite some. Rotate your character to preview the back of an outfit, since that's what you'll see when you play them. So that's really awesome. You can actually rotate your character and see um, what the back of something looks like. So overall, before we get to the top 10 questions about outfits, um, I'm super happy about this. It's a super huge change to the game, and I could not be more thrilled because we've never had outfits before. It's just basically, you know, been whatever your character comes with or whatever you uh, roll to get, that's what you have. So. I know a lot of people in the game, they um, spent a long time rolling for different characters to get like certain outfits that they wanted, and now um, some of those outfits still aren't available, for, but for example, like the skeleton hoodie, you can now get that uh, by doing a bounty, so I know some people are a little bit upset about that because they you know, got it the hard way before, but I think it's only better for the community as a whole because anyone that didn't have access to that it's only going to entice them to play the game more. And I understand, you know, um, if somebody got something the hard way, then it kind of feels a little bit crummy that, you know, it's a little bit easier to get it now, possibly. But at the same time, I think it really just promotes the game to new players because if new players hear that, you know, oh, there's this zombie game, State of Decay 2, and oh, wait, I can actually change my outfits on it too? That's pretty cool. So they're actually going to want to uh, play the game more where maybe they'll hear, you know, oh, wow, I can dress in a skeleton hoodie? That's really cool. Or they can hear, you know, I can put on a mask of this juggernaut thing. Like, what? So you're going to have reactions like that of people that have never played the game before. And those reactions are only positive for the game's life. So overall, even though it um, might kind of stink a little bit for players that uh, spent a long time rolling for, like, skeleton hoodies or, you know, certain outfit styles, I think overall this is going to be a great thing. And I will mention, too, that the bunny outfits that everyone likes, or the animal hoodie outfits, those are currently not available with the cosmetics. So I think um, basically Undead Labs is trying to honor that that was a hard thing to get, for now at least. I do feel like that at some point maybe they would be available by searching. But honestly, if they're available by searching, I'm not really that upset about it either, because you're still going to have to go out to the world and search all those containers to find those. So you're still going to have to put in the work if you want to get them. I just don't think that the animal hoodies should be made as bounties, probably, because making them as bounties, I know a lot of people work very hard for those animal hoodies, and I think making them as bounties would be a little bit too far, where it's kind of like disappoints some people a little bit too much. I think it is fair to put them in uh, search containers, though. But that being said, courtesy of Mr. Jawafawa here, we have our top 10 questions about outfits answered. Curious about how outfits work beyond completing bounties? 
we've got answers to your top questions so you can keep looking good while to toasting Zeds. Read on. Number one. Once I unlock an outfit, can I use it for a new community or is it tied to a particular community? Outfits are tied to your account. Once you find it or unlock it via bounty or scavenging, it stays in the closet UI and is quibbled by any character in community. As long as you're signed in to that same account, the best part is outfits are not tied to one survivor at a time. You can use an outfit for as many survivors as you want. Number two, where do I find outfits I've unlocked? Go to the community tab on your menu and then select closet, press Y. That's where the new outfits will show up. Number three, where do I get more outfits? You can find outfits by scavenging the world or completing bounties from cash Pokemon. Pro tip, some outfits are only in certain maps. Number four, if I've already looted a lot of places on my map, will containers respawn with outfits? Containers that are already looted won't respond with new outfits. You can move maps or start a new community in your existing map since outfit unlocks are shared across communities. 5. If I'm playing multiplayer in a friend's game and find an outfit, do I keep it or is it host only? If you found it, you keep it. And I will mention uh, real quick to stop on that one, there are issues with multiplayer right now where uh, people are having trouble finding outfits, or if they do find outfits, then it's kind of like bugged and doesn't actually unlock it for the client. So... Uh, for the host, it was working fine so far, as far as I can tell, but there are issues for the client and multiplayer right now where they're not able to get outfits, as far as like, uh, anyone's told me. So I know when I was a client, I couldn't find any outfits. Um, I know friends, when they were in my game, they couldn't find any outfits either, so um, unfortunately, that is in place right now, but as it says here in the questions, it's obviously intended that multiplayer clients can find outfits as well. So. That is intended for them to be able to find outfits, and I'm sure Undead Labs is working on the issue, and um, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'm sure that whenever the next patch comes out, that hopefully they will um, have this issue solved. And then also, I think for number four, it's pretty interesting, too, that um, some outfits are locked to certain maps, so I think that's kind of interesting, and it kind of forces players to play all the different maps. So if you you know don't like a certain map, Maybe you don't like Drucker, for example, because Drucker's hard to drive on. You would have to play in Drucker to get um, a certain cosmetic. So I think that's pretty cool, actually. Number six, do any of the outfits give me a health buff or change my stats? Outfits are for cosmetic customization only. That means they won't take up room in your inventory or backpack. And this is kind of what I alluded to earlier. Um, that's really awesome. They don't take up any room in your inventory or any room in your backpack. So it's literally just for customization only. And... There's no um, health buff, no advantage, which I love that idea because having a health buff or advantage to the, an outfit, that wouldn't really uh, go with the team of the game, I don't think. Number seven, once I unlock a particular outfit or hat, will I find duplicates in the world? Once the outfit is unlocked for your account, the loot table will update and you will no longer find that particular item in the world. So that's actually a really, really good thing because say you find a lot of these outfits and you, know, you only have, let's just say, uh, five hats left to unlock, and you find a hat. That would be really crummy to find one of the ones you already unlocked when you have only five left to find. But the way it works is actually it updates it. So if you find, you know, say there's 15 hats, if you find 10 of the hats, then when you find your next hat, it's going to be one of the five you don't have. So that is really, really awesome, and I do enjoy that because that gives players a chance to complete their collection and try and get all the cosmetics. Number eight, is any outfit gender restricted? Any character can wear any piece of clothing or hat. Some sets of clothes look somewhat different on male versus female models. The leather jacket is the most obvious one. 
So um, I haven't tried the leather jacket on female versus male models yet, but it's really cool that they can actually have them on any character. Number nine, will I see NPCs in the new outfits? Currently, new outfits will not appear on NPCs. So currently, the only one changing clothes is NPC will be Cash. You know, Cash changes clothes all the time. But um, currently, no other NPCs will do that. Number 10, how do the new outfits work with Heartland and Daybreak? You can find and change your outfits in your Heartland game. You cannot change outfits within Daybreak, but you can change the outfits of Red Talent operators you recruited to your base game. So basically, the Red Talents that you recruit from Daybreak to your base game, you can actually change their outfits now. So the uh, mask they had on their head, you can actually get rid of that mask, and then you can actually see their face, which I think is a really cool idea because that's the uh, major drawback I always had to the Red Talon outfit is that you could never see their face, and I kind of want to see my character's face. And Heartland, you can use in Heartland too. So if you want to play some Heartland, you can change your outfits in Heartland. And um, I think that's actually a really cool idea because Heartland obviously has characters specific to that storyline. So, you know, say you're using Brock or you're using um, Captain Logan or you're using, you know, Reba or any of the characters that are actually in uh, Heartland or Isby. Any of those characters, you can actually change their looks as well. So, you know, imagine putting like a tactical outfit on Isby or imagine, you know, putting um, a cowboy hat on Captain Logan or something like that. Or you can just kind of go crazy with it and do all these different options. But yeah, that's the um, 10 questions there that they have that are kind of most asked or most pertinent, basically. So uh, hopefully that helps answer any questions that anyone still had. To me, I think um, the most important one to note is, again, stopping back on number seven, the fact that if you find an outfit or a hat, then the loot table is going to update and you're not going to find duplicates. To me, that's the uh, biggest thing out of these ten questions that is important to me because um, that's something when I first, you know, heard about the update and I first, um, you know, kind of dove into it, checked it out and everything, that's something I didn't initially realize, so... When reading this, I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome because now I'm not going to ever find duplicates. So if you're a huge collector and you want to collect everything, this is a great news for you because this will actually give you a better chance to collect everything. Say you want to collect every outfit that's available, you know, more power to you. And you're actually have a better chance to do it now because the loot table is going to update for you. But moving on, we have our fearsome footage bounty pack now. So, the Bounty Broker is loaded up with a new film and television-inspired pack of weapons and outfits, available to those who can meet his demands. We'll kind of go through these here. We have the 1911 Long Slide 45 caliber pistol. It says, an accurate, long-barrel version of the iconic pistol. These are brand new. I just got them in. And to get this one, you have to do the bounty of 225 non-zombie freak headshots. So, anything that's not a freak will count. Uh, you just have to headshot it. So that's a, a decent challenge there. You have the Spaz-12, a semi-automatic shotgun. Italian gunsmiths crafted this tactical semi-automatic shotgun. It's quite ideal for home defense. And for this one, you have to get 300 laser member weapons. That's actually um, an interesting challenge that I didn't expect us to have to do, but you have to dismember 300 legs, either with um, a gun, with uh, explosives, with melee weapons, whatever you want to do, you have to dismember 300 legs. You have an Uzi, a 9mm submachine gun. If you can't put your hands on a phased plasma rifle in the 40 watt range, well, then I'd say this is the next best option. 
And for this one, you have to craft eight first aid kits. So that one's not too bad. Um, you just have to have the right gear and um, people in your community to do that. You know, have your infirmary to the proper level and things like that. And this next one is the one that I was referring to. It's kind of like um, Negan Lucille inspired. You have a barbed wire bat, a blunt melee weapon. I do believe this weapon makes a statement without ever being used. Of course, using it makes quite another statement indeed. For this one, you have to melee 25 freaks. Next up, you have the slasher machete, which is a bladed melee weapon. I would not dare to claim this, that this weapon is literally thirsty for blood, but I do believe it has seen more kills than I can count, and yet it keeps coming back for more. For this one, you have to get 130 arms dismembered weapons, so it's kind of the same thing with the legs, just you're getting arms this time and a little bit less in the arms. So uh, you can shoot the arms off, you can slash them off with a melee weapon, however you want to do it, you just have to get 30, 130 terms. So Cash likes to collect those zombie arms and legs, you know. Uh, next, you have a close combat weapon, Senior Pokey. It's quite the perfect addition to the arsenal of any would-be player. For my part, I prefer simply to watch. For this one, you have to get 25 close combat kills of Blood Plague Zombies. So that's kind of a fun challenge to do. I definitely like my close combat stuff, so um, this is a cool little close combat weapon. Then, of course, the Skeleton Hoodie, which is a popular outfit. Enjoy this 100% anatomically accurate depiction of your own skeletal system. Kill 300 zombies with fire. So um, this one you can use explosives, you can use the pyro launcher, um, any kind of fire, molotovs. Just kill 300 zombies with fire and you get the skeleton hoodie. So that's a really cool one. And that's actually one of the couple that I haven't unlocked yet, but I will be unlocking that one soon. Then you have the juggernaut mask, which says wearing this could get you shot. Because <laughs> people think you're juggernaut, obviously. Uh, this one you have to kill 10 juggernauts to receive it, so nothing too uh, difficult there, but it's really cool to have this mask. I've seen people wear it. It, it looks crazy on somebody's head, so it's kind of like, you know, the um, fancy version of a dunce cap, I guess. That's <laughs> the way you put it. But um, yeah, that's uh, the Fearsome Footed Pack. So, you know, really awesome pack. Uh, some really cool weapons in there. A lot of cool things for cosmetics as well. You know, skeleton hoodie, juggernaut mask. So, um, Definitely get out there, earn those bounties. I've earned all of them, but I think three or four right now. I technically didn't do the craft um, eight first aid kits yet. I saved that one for later because that's something that, you know, isn't that hard to do once you get the right stuff. So that one I wasn't worried about. I focused on the ones that were more time consuming a little bit. So um, I still have to kill 10 juggernauts. I still have to get uh, 300 zombie kills with fire to get the skeleton hoodie. And let's see. I have to do the slasher machete. So I've already started on my 130 zombie arms. I haven't finished it yet. So those are the ones that I'm still waiting on a little bit. But um, the rest of them I have done. And they're a lot of fun to do, honestly. I'd say the most time-consuming one would probably be um, dismembering the 300 legs. Which is when we got done first. Because I knew that would take a while, so I want to get that done. The 300 zombies with fire could still be somewhat time-consuming. But honestly, 300 zombies with fire... If you just blow some stuff up, you'll you'll get the refrigerator pretty easily. I think the um, dismembering 300 legs requires a little bit more finesse. But overall, some really fun bounties and a lot of fun to uh, do there. And there is a teaser in the uh, cash Beaumont's coming soon as well. It does tell us that there are some changes coming soon that will involve more cosmetics, weapons, and more. And it kind of references... Um, Potentially something to do with Heartland or Trumbull Valley. 
Now that that's me making assumptions. Um, that doesn't say Trumbull. It doesn't say Heartland. It doesn't say anything about that. That's me making assumptions. But based on the text that's in there, if you go over to the tabs in Cash's inventory, the coming soon tab, it seems like to me that it's hinting towards something related to Trumbull or Heartland. Because it talks about like Blake, blood plague infested um, area and stuff like that. So we'll see what it actually means. But that's what it seems to mean to me. But then we move on to our last section of this update, which is other changes. And this is kind of uh, your normal patch note changes, you know, where you have bug fixes, um, stability fixes, things like that. So a few technical changes. We made major improvements to multiplayer stability across the board. So that's awesome. And um, I will say that since the update, the couple times that I played in multiplayer, I did not have as many issues with people dropping out and things like that. So that's awesome. We made subtle advances to our hair shader improving the way the hair looks under different lighting conditions so i guess your hair is going to look better now we fixed the bug that was hard locking the game if you continued too soon after exiting to the main menu so that's awesome that's that's not going to hard lock anymore we improved general stability and fixed some rare crashes next there's the items section all backpacks have been renamed to tell you what color they are this should make it easier to coordinate backpacks with your new outfits which i love this change by the way that's really awesome because now you know when you pick up a backpack, oh, that, that's that color, okay. And you can, you know, pick it up from your locker really easily as well. So now if you want to collect them in your locker, it's really easy to tell which backpack you have. No longer you have to actually put on every backpack in your locker just to see what it is. Now it'll actually tell you uh, right up front. So that is really awesome change, and I love that change. And then recruits from military enclaves now carry a variety of different sized military backpacks instead of always having the same one. So that's really cool that they have a different uh, variety of there. And I'm definitely uh, curious to check that out when we get to that. Radio commands. The Recruit Military Survivors Radio Command was just a stopgap until the arrival of customizable outfits. Now you can dress your entire team in tactical uniforms and combat helmets. We've disabled that command. Military enclaves will still continue to spawn naturally at a low rate, even without the radio command. So basically the command to get uh, military survivors, that command is gone. So now, um, because you have the outfits to actually make them look like military survivors instead. We removed blind spots from the locate play cart radio command that were making it very difficult for some players to find and destroy their final play cart. If you're stuck there, try it again after the update. This is a really huge change too because it seemed like there's always be a couple spots in the map that you use locate play cart and it wouldn't work. They'd be like, I can't find it. So basically what's happening there apparently is that there were some uh, areas of the map that that command was not looking at and basically it wasn't allowing it to be found because the map wasn't actually looking at those locations so now it, that's covered now every location will be looked at and if there's a play card still in your map you will find one we fixed the problem that made some rucksacks obtained via radio commands not count towards bounties and other mission objectives and this is huge too because um, i think i actually had this problem in the last update in the go backpack I think um, Zombie would called in like a delivery pack for me or whatever, and it had some rucksacks in there, and I believe um, I tried to deposit those in the base and didn't count. So maybe that's why, or maybe that's a totally unrelated issue. But um, this is good either way that, you know, anything obtained via radio commands will be good, and you will be able to use that. Gameplay. We fixed a bug that made it impossible to cure some survivors of their second case of blood plague after they had already survived it once. 
So um, <laughs> that's definitely a bad bug. So I'm glad that's fixed because you already survived Blood Plague once and you cure it. And then you get it again. It's like, oh, well, you're screwed now. Sorry. <laughs> that, that's not good. <laughs> we fixed the bug that would lock you out of your ability to use your gun if you're aimed too soon after dropping a mine while walking. That's a very interesting and specific bug. So I don't know who did that, but <laughs> I guess it's good that they figured it out. And then last, of course, we have some mission fixes. We fixed some progression blockers in the early missions that would halt them awkwardly if you perform actions out of order, such as healing your sick community member early by unexpected means. We removed the option to deny the Wilkerson's their bomb-making materials and local personalities because it broke continuity in the story and didn't offer much value to the player community. Fixed the progression blocker and Vic reconnecting that would strand those characters without a mission if you quit partway through recruiting one of them. And then last, we fix a progression blocker in the mission Action Hero Returns, Explosive Consequences. So basically all of these missions, there were some progression blockers. Um, a lot of these are to do with Heartland, but they are fixed now, and you should be able to do those missions no problem now. So yeah, overall, um, that is update 11.0. Overall, I think it's a great patch, um, great update. I think it has a lot in store for the game. You get some really cool new cosmetics and weapons in the cash bounty uh, update there, where you can actually uh, go get that fearsome footage pack. You get all your cosmetics in your closet now, and you can actually go find them in the world. A lot of options there. And then on top of that, we have some great um, feature changes or bug fixes. You know, like uh, having the backpacks say what color the backpack is now. That's huge. So that's just one thing, for example. And I'm really happy with this update. You know, update 11.0, a lot of really awesome changes. I definitely have not come anywhere close to finding all the cosmetics yet. So um, I actually switched my Nightmare community back to standard just to search for uh, cosmetics more. And I think I'm going to keep that in standard until I find all the cosmetics because I want all the cosmetics. And um, I figured that it's probably going to be easier for you to find them if I'm not in Nightmare because obviously Nightmare is less search containers. So... I wanted to use my main community and get them out there and have them start searching. So, But you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You could always uh, make a new community in standard and kind of use that community to search for your outfits too. So whatever way you want to do it. I just kind of wanted to use my same community and have them search for me. But yeah, that being said, um, great job Undead Labs. Really awesome update. I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to see what you guys have in store next. And don't forget everyone, October 24th to the 31st, that's when if you log into the game, you get a free um, item of some kind. We don't know exactly what it is yet, but there will be a free uh, bonus gift. So, you know, uh, last winter, for example, the holiday wizard van came out as a gift. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's a cosmetic. Maybe it's a weapon. Who knows? So you have to tune in between uh, October 24th and the 31st, and you can find out what that is and earn that effort. And earn that item. But that being said, just to reiterate some of our notes from the top of the show again, our next episode is episode 100, and I'm really excited for it. I don't officially know what I'm doing yet, but I have some ideas in mind. So if you want to add to my ideas, then get your ideas to me by Wednesday, October 9th, because um, after Wednesday the 9th, it's probably going to be too late to get your ideas to me, because I'll have to uh, go forward with whatever I have. But I have some. Uh, interesting ideas so far, I think, and I'm not going to reveal those right now just because, one, I want to surprise you guys, and two, I may change things up still because I don't have everything I want set in stone yet. So uh, still stay tuned for that, though. 
Our next stream is going to be today, if you're uh, listening to this today, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to play some Borderlands 3 on Mixer.com slash Blaze Experience. That's Mixer.com slash B-L-A-I-S-E-X-P-E-R-I-N-C-E. And we're also going to stream Borderlands 3 on Monday and Tuesday as well, 12 to 4 p.m. So that's 12 to 4 Eastern on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Then our fourth stream for the week, this is going to be a day stream on either Thursday or Friday. It's probably going to be um, some sort of celebration of the 100th episode. So I'm going to try to do an extended stream, maybe like um, a six or eight hour stream on the Thursday. I'll try to do something like that. That was a little bit extended. Uh, I definitely won't be a 12 hour stream or anything like that, but I'll try to do a couple hours extra if I can. And we'll try to figure out something special. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But stay tuned in the announcements of my Discord and you will find information about that out. I probably won't announce anything until Wednesday until I uh, kind of figure things out a little more. Then, of course, if you want to join our Patreon for as little as $1 a month, you can become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash blazeexperience. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash blazeexperience. And on there, you find exclusive rewards for different levels. For example, at the $5 level, you can get access to bonus podcasts. So that's a really nice level where you can actually... um get access to a bonus podcast I do every month. And this podcast, as a Patreon, you are allowed to have say in what the podcast is. If uh, patrons don't have any ideas, then I kind of come up with an idea of my own and um, roll with whatever idea I have in mind. But you get access to those and there's other levels as well. There's a $1, a $5, a $10, and a $15 level. And then, of course, if you want to contact me about anything that you uh, want to get a hold of me on, whether you want to give me some ideas, whether you want to um, leave me some feedback of any kind, you can do so via email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. You can do so via Twitter or my Xbox Live Gamer tag, at blazeexperience. That's capital B-L-A-I-S-E, capital X-P-E-R-I-N-C-E. You can do so via Discord, which will be in the show notes. You can also do so via Facebook or YouTube. But I'm not on those as often, but we do have them. And... Honestly, uh, the best way to get a hold of me would probably be Discord number one and then Twitter DMs number two. Those are probably the fastest ways to get a hold of me is um, direct messages on either Discord or Twitter. And then I guess third would probably be, honestly, third might be actually um, email. And then your fourth option would probably be maybe YouTube. To be honest with you, um, Xbox Live Messages. That's one that's going to be a little bit hard for me to get back to because if you're messaging me on there, then I probably have to respond using my controller, and that's a little bit harder to type with the controller. So um, this probably going to be a slower response on there because it's a little bit hard to use the controller, and I can't use the keyboard for that. But if you want to find the podcast, you're obviously already listening to us, but some other ways you might not have known about. It's on Stitcher. It's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Radio Public. Blueberry, many other directories, including, of course, Apple Podcasts. So uh, all you have to do is just search in your search bar, whatever you use, you know, Google, Bing, whatever search bar you use. Just search the Blaze Experience, and it'll pop up somewhere, and you can find us. If you don't want to use a device or have an app on your device, basically, uh, say, you know, you like the podcast, but you don't want to have, like, Stitcher on your phone or you don't want to have Spotify on your phone, Whatever the case may be, 
Uh, what you can do instead is jump in my Discord. In my Discord, there's a channel that's called Direct Download Links. And in that Direct Download Links channel, you can actually have a direct download link to any podcast I've ever done. So all uh, 99 plus podcasts that I've done are in there and you get a direct link. They'll download it right to your device and you don't have any app on your phone or um, any app on your tablet at that point. But yeah, I appreciate you all being here and we will be back next week for episode 100. So hopefully I see some of you guys on stream today at mixer.com slash blaze experience. And hopefully I also um, see you, you know, listening to episode 100 and tweeting that out. It's going to be an awesome episode and I can't wait. But that being said, thank you for listening to the Blaze Experience. Oh, 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 oh